Yo, welcome to Journey to Truth Podcast. Tonight we have on Desiree Foley. She is the assistant director to PAX, which is PAX International, which is an acronym for People Against Covert Torture and Surveillance, otherwise known as Targeted Individuals or TIs. Um, Desiree has an incredible story to tell. It's so important that this information gets out to the public. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that quote, the American public has no idea what they don't know. That's what makes them the American public. So uh, essentially, this is just one of those stories where people really don't have any clue what's happening out there in the world, especially this topic. Uh, and we're going to turn it over to you, Desiree. And we're super excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on. And uh, why don't you go ahead and explain what PAX is, the organization, and then you can go ahead and uh, tell people how you got involved in that. Okay, well, thanks for having me on. Okay, so I started uh, working for PAX International back in um, 2015. We actually helped the director, um, his name is Derek Robertson, um, you know, come up with the, you know, the whole, the PACS. Before it was PACS, it was called FFCHS, FFCHS, which stands for Freedom from, from Covert Torture and Surveillance. That's what um, that one was called. And something happened where it just, it didn't work out. And so we started a new one. So it's fairly new, but it's been, been around for a long time, but it was just called something different. And I wasn't even aware this even existed back when it started back in 2006. And um, this, uh, I want to start with my story because I know I didn't touch too much on the last interview that I've done um, on how it all started when, as a child. Um, I can remember back when I was like eight years old, um, I used to have these transparent beings. They weren't, they weren't grays. They weren't blue avians. They, I've never heard anyone talk about them. They were just, they were just blue and you were transparent. You can see through them. And I, as a child, thought they were ghosts. Um, so they would come into my room and paralyze me. And there was usually about five of them that used to come into my room. And they were, they were speaking to me telepathically saying that they loved me and, you know, and, and reminding me that I agreed to do this. And I was like, okay, I love you too. And then I would wake up, like not wake up. I was, you know, like get out of the trance that I was in that they had put me in. And of course, as a child, I was scared. You know, I, I didn't understand what was going on with me. So that's my, my first memory that I, I have of um, weird stuff. And then, and then dreams. I've always been a very vivid dreamer where I would be able to know that I'm dreaming and change the dream. Um, as a child, and um, that was really cool. That was actually really cool. I wasn't being traumatized back then, so I, you know, I was normal life, normal friends, you know, with, with my mom and dad. Everything was cool. They just thought, you know, I was always scared of the dark, and then it just, you know, it's a normal thing for kids, I guess. Um, they continued, you know, visiting in my dreams. I used to have a being that used to come visit in my dreams. It was usually some lady that would come and would talk to me. And it was very real to me. And I, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, definitely there's something going on. There's something weird about, you know, with, with my dreams. Okay. So in 2012, um, 
I started, I was, okay, I had got married back in 2000 and I'm trying to get this right, 2002. I was married for like 11 years. So excuse me if I got the dates wrong because I, I can't remember the exact dates that I had got married. No, no, no worries here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I want to say, oh no, you got married on this year. Um, okay, so I was married for a very long time, 10 or 12 years. Um, something like that along the lines of 10 or 10 to 12 years. I know that for like a year or, or something, we went through the divorce, but we're still married. Um, during the, maybe the last year of our marriage, things started to get a little rocky and weird. Um, I started to notice, um, I first started to notice um, whispering sounds like, like that. And this was, I wasn't dreaming, I was awake. And then I, of course I kept it to myself. I would hear it like somebody was crawling on the floor and going to the side of the bed where my ex was sleeping. It was like whispering to him in his ear and me thinking, I'm not tripping. So I, I got up off the bed and I would look to see if anybody was on the side of the bed and there was nobody there. So I was like, okay, you know, there's something, um, something going on. And I just, you know, it's ghost. I figured it's ghost. Um, because it, it's, it was not uncommon for me to experience stuff like that. And then, then it started getting more weird where I started to notice that my phone was tapped. I was being followed by white vans and, uh, and it, it's even when I would go to the grocery store, I would be like grocery and there would always be somebody like back of me, like following me, had one item and I would always be run off the road. Or sometimes when I was on a highway, um, you know, two lane highway and I was, I would be driving some three cars would come, one would come in front of me, one on the side, one behind me, and they would slow down to 20 miles an hour. And I started to realize I'm being harassed. Like somebody is harassing me. And of course, nobody else can see this but myself. And then after that, I started noticing break-ins. And what they would do is they would come in, they would break into the house. And this is after I was divorced. This was after I was divorced. I, know, I think I skipped ahead too, too much. But they would come into my house and they would move things around like, you know, you know, your house when you come in and like the couch has moved a different way and or you know, something's like, it was uh, like, like purposely trying to get me to be like, oh my God, somebody came in my house, but you can't call the police and say somebody broke into my house and moved my furniture around. Yeah. You know, uh, Corey Good explains that exact scenario happening with the voice of God technology. He said, they'll, they'll move stuff around in your house. To just to make you think you're going crazy, uh, which I'm, we'll get into in a little bit. I, I just wanted to add that in there. Go ahead and continue. Okay, so at, at this time, I'm already, I know that there is something going on as far as I'm being followed and I would get like, you know, recordings and I would, I knew that that part was real. But the part with the um, synthetic telepathy, which is the voice of God weapon, that part I didn't, I thought it was spirits at first, demons, or, you know, I was being attacked by a demon. So I, I was like concerned for that more than I was, you know, the following around. Then I thought, then my, you come up with all kinds of theories, like every theory you can think of, I've come up with. 
So, but the theory I thought of the most was, is that the reason why the government was watching me was because they were concerned because um, I was being attacked by demonic forces. I, I don't know why I thought the government was actually trying to help me. Um, and at this time, I'm already telling my friends and my family, um, you know, this is happening to me. And at this time, they're like, okay, you know, she's crazy. And I, I have to admit, too, if somebody came at me with this, too, if I didn't know the things that I know now, I would have thought the same. So after all of this weird, bizarre things happening to me, and then they, that's when after they break you down uh, emotionally, psych, um, psychologically, they start to use the weapons on you. And the weapons are probably the worst. Um, what I remember with that was, um, the floor would vibrate, the, the floor would start to vibrate and then it would come up my leg and it would only come up like one side of my body and my body will start to go numb and, um, and then I would go blind on one of my eyes and then I would eventually go into a seizure and I never had any seizures or anything like that before. And I used to always tell people that it felt like some kind of radiation, like waves or something, because I, I didn't, I couldn't explain it back then. I didn't know what it was. And this, uh, this continued for a very long time, and it got to the point where they were opening up doors to my mind that I wasn't ready to open. Um, as far as having what they call um, transparent eyelids. So I was able to see with my eyes closed. I was able to see the outline if my eyes were open. I started noticing these superhuman abilities that I, I was possessing when this was happening to me. And then I started to notice that I was able to astral project out of my body. And, and how I use this, how I use that as, you know, for my benefit was that anytime somebody would come into my house, and I was scared of them because I was very paranoid. Somebody would come to my house. I would literally visualize my spirit coming out of my body and going into their body. And that's how I was able to know what they were feeling. I was like, I was always been an empath, but this was like an empath with, you know, on um, steroids. Like I, I can't do that now, you know, just so you know that I can't do that now. So, mm. That started to happen, and also I was able to look at somebody and then look in my third, you know, my in my third eye, my mind's eye, and I will be able to tell every, everything I needed to know about that person, as far as um, the colors that they were, if they were there to hurt me, if they were, they felt bad for me. Um, so it was like a, they were intensifying my abilities, and um, I, I still don't understand that part of it because not a lot of targeted individuals say that this happened to them. This, I would say, I, actually, I don't know any of the TIs that say that this happened to them. Do you think it's possible they were just experimenting with an aspect of their technology? Uh, just I, essentially using you as a test subject? I think that they're trying to, this is a theory I don't know, um, that they were trying to make um, you know, um, psychic abilities synthetically for their super soldiers. That's my um, theory, you know, on why yeah. they, they 
had did this to me. And then, you know, so when this, when this was going, I started seeing portals. I started seeing portals. And then I was convinced there was another dimension in my house. And um, also another thing too, is that they would play scenarios in my mind of like, say somebody came to my house, a friend, and I would be like worried that that person is involved in this. And then I would just like turn away and then a scenario will play in my mind on how they're messing with me. And it was like a movie. It wasn't like a, your own thoughts. It was like a, literally like a clip of a movie on how that person is messing with you. When in reality, that person's not messing with you. But what ends up happening is that I accuse them of something. And then they say, what do they say? Oh, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. Of course, they're not doing that. It's, it's all like a, basically a program to destroy you where you don't have anybody to help you because you've pushed everyone away as well. Wow. wow. So they're actually, they're, they're, they're isolating you, mm-hmm. essentially. So they don't, wow. <laughs> I, I didn't think about, I, didn't, I never thought of that aspect of it. I know they make you go crazy, but I didn't. So they're making yeah. other people appear to you as if they're enemies on on top of the fact that if you go and tell people this stuff is happening to you most people are going to think you're crazy or you're making it up anyway right oh yeah oh yeah it it was easier to um accept that someone's crazy than something weird like this happening to you because you know the first response i get from somebody is why you what makes you so special (laughs) exactly Mm-hmm. I got that a lot. And w- what happens is this program is that you're being tortured. And uh, when you reach out for help, you're re-victimized all over again by the people around you, your friends and family, because you know you're going through this. And then when you reach out for help, nobody's there to help you. You will get absolutely no help from anybody. Um, I did have someone from my church um, because I wasn't spiritual. I was religious before this. And um, they had used religion um, to target me. They trying to convince me that God was talking to me, you know, making me wake up in the middle of the night, read revelations and not just read it. Like they would give me like um, a certain, um, like a, what are they called? Passes or what are they called in the Bible? Certain, passages. Yeah, passages. They would have me read them and then study it. And then and it didn't make any sense. Like, talking to me in code when they would do this stuff to me and then I met somebody at my church and who was a computer programmer and I kind of told her a little bit what was going on with me and you know it's easier for someone to believe you if they're very intelligent if that makes any sense like you have to find somebody that you know does something a little out of the box that would you know believe you so I spoke to her and told her what was going on. So she got my computers and my phone and she had put it in a virtual machine. And she told me that she had never seen code like that before, that the code was so advanced that it had to be from the government. She had never seen code like that, that was running on, on my applications. Wow. Yeah. So that was like, I was like, I actually had somebody that was, you know, listening to me that wanted to help me as far as, you know, be a friend to me. And it was really hard to be my friend back then too, because I was all over the place. Yeah. So, um, so, um, 
Okay, so what else happened after that? Okay, so I thought I was the only person in the whole wide world going through this. I had never heard of it. I didn't know. I was, I had some crazy thoughts in my head why this was happening to me, you know, and I just didn't understand it. I really honestly thought God was talking to me, you know, OMG. Um, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so stupid when I tell you guys this. I was like telling everyone I was a prophet and, you know, and because I, I thought God was talking to me and uh, which is called the voice of God weapon. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, so after like uh, trying to figure it out, I, they told me, they're the ones that told me um, I was laying in my bed because I would, they would constantly talk to me when they would say, you're under mind control. And, um, and they were like telling me about the programs in my mind and I started to like Google like mind control and stuff like that. I still didn't know what was happening to me until I went to the behavioral health hospital and I met somebody in there that was um, going through the same thing I was going through. And he was a, he was a homeless guy and he said the same thing was happening to him. And that's how I found out what it was. So, okay. So for people who are listening, who don't understand what this voice of God technology is essentially, you know, they use it in, I mean, how many, how many people would you say estimated TIs? How many TIs are there that are, you know? There's, there's about, well, we only have like about 5,000 registered, but there's a lot of TIs that are not registered because they're paranoid. So I would say it would be up in like the 10,000s. I mean, this is all over the world though. It's not sure. just the United States. Well, PAX International. Yeah. So, so anyway, essentially in my mind, before I really understood the depth of it, I thought it was just used on whistleblowers or say people who are exiting these black budget programs, uh, spilling the beans to the public uh, about what's taking place in these underground facilities, off planet facilities, whatever. Uh, so I thought they were using it to silence these people, but apparently it's a lot deeper than this. So it it could it, it can be for a number of reasons, sometimes just random, correct? Yeah, sometimes it could just be random or, I mean, I know that there are some whistleblowers, but it, it could be like, not just whistleblowers for the government. I know somebody that worked for uh, like, a, like a UPS um, or FedEx is one of the two. He worked for one of those and um, something happened and he reported um, like an OSHA claim against them and the OSHA ended up charging these um, FedEx like a million dollars for, um, you know, what the guy reported on. And because he did that, FedEx ended up putting him in this program. So it doesn't have to be like a, um, somebody in the government. It could be something like that. So they're just having fun with this technology essentially oh, yeah. who have control of it uh it's a takedown program you mess you mess with us we'll, we'll destroy your life and we'll do it without any evidence yeah. so yeah so it's it's mostly happening to women women are the easiest targets a woman is usually alone that lives alone it's um and they're you know isolated most of the targets are single um, because it's really hard to be in a relationship when this is happening to you. It, it literally does 
destroy your life, completely destroy your life. Um, unless you start to heal, you know, unless you start to heal and take your power back, but it is a battle for the mind. And um, you're constantly battling with your mind, trying to um, use discernment on what's real and what's not when it's happening to you in your mind. When I have these projections of, you know, things that are happening, you know, that are happening when people that like, uh, I get visions of like hallucinations maybe of people talking and um and also too is um after this happened to me i became a remote viewer they opened up a door in my mind where i'm uh, able to remote view um and I, I maybe i always everyone possesses that ability but i didn't possess it until after they cracked my mind and when they cracked my mind then all of these other abilities that just came out of nowhere. So I don't know if they were purposely trying to do that or trying to push the mind as far as it can. But um, I don't hear a lot of TIs say that, that they have abilities since they're targeting. I, I think maybe, maybe two or three that have spoken about it, but they were like in different kind of programs because there's a bunch of different programs. So I know you've mentioned on Edge of Wonder, and to me personally, uh, you have implants. Mm -hmm. um, do you think these implants could have something to do with what you were just talking about? Maybe they like they work together to give you those abilities. And explain those implants to somebody listening who might not know what we're talking about. Okay. So I have a nine semiconductors, which is a whole body network, and they all work together. I have one on top of my head that controls my behavior. And this is what my doctors tell me. Like I, you know, a lot of, my doctors told me exactly what each chip is for. So the one that controls my behavior, and there's um, one... I guess a bunch of them, I have like a bunch of, most of them are right here. I guess this from, this must be from dental work. I don't know, but I had some right here. And then I have one in my throat and the one in the throat, have you guys ever heard of the e-tattoo? No. It's, I think it's like Microsoft or there's coming up with um, putting a tattoo, like a, like a, like a, a sticker on your throat, which controls your, um, TV and your video games. It's, it's a real thing. You would have to like Google it. It's called e-tattoo and it's like new technology that's, um, that's come out that I think it's Microsoft that is, you know, um, is getting it out there. So that one, um, that, that how this one is what reads my mind because when you're thinking in your mind, Say, you know, your, your, your brain still sends signals to your throat, even though you're not vocally speaking. So that one right there reads my thoughts. And then there's one above my heart that monitors my heart rate. There's one above my shoulder, which I don't remember what she said that one's for. There, there's one above my leg, you know, kind of near, you know, the private area. That one monitors my toxins in my body. And then the one in my foot is my tracker. And they all wow. work together. Okay, so how do you think you obtain these? Uh, do, are they doing this? Have they been doing it since you were a child uh, mm. via vaccines uh, or, or, you know, like you said, dental work? 
uh, how do you think? Are they doing it in your sleep? I mean, what's happening here? Well, I know the one in my throat, I know how I got that one. That one was, I, I was um, in um, my house and um, I had smoked a cigarette and I felt like I was going to go down. I felt, oh my gosh, I feel like I, I'm going down. I'm going, I'm going to go to sleep. Like, you know, there, I knew at the moment that I did it, that it, it felt just a rush of drugs and I got really heavy. I called a friend up and I was like, you know, come and help me. They're putting me down. They're putting me down. And I don't remember anything after that. I, I went down, I was asleep. Um, I did wake up in the middle of something when there was a lot of commotion in my house, but I didn't see anybody. And then I fell back asleep. And then I woke up with, with the, a cut inside my throat. It felt like either there was a needle, like it felt like there was a huge cut because you could feel it when you swallow your spit or when you eat food, there was a cut in there. And then when I woke up, my whole entire house smelled like a, um, a tarp, like plastic. My whole house smelled like plastic. Really? So, yeah. So that's how I got that one. And my doctor says that there's also a formula they give you um, with a nanotechnology, um, which I, you know, it, it's kind of personal how they got this in me, but um, they, um, and it, it wasn't a nice way. Okay. So um, the, the nanotechnology works with the drugs and, and it builds the semiconductors inside of your body. Um, so it, they don't need, they don't even need to have surgery, but however, a lot of like my C-section, that's where I have a chip right there. And I, you know, I had, you know, breast augmentation. So that, that explains the, the chips in my chest and then the dental work. I have no idea about this one though. No idea about how I got that one, but they said it could just be with the, with the needle, with the shot. Cause they're so tiny. So. Okay, so is, so you said you healed from this. Are you still healing? So, does any of these, or any of these experiences still happening? Are any of these experiences still happening to you, or have you essentially, you know, conquered that demon? No, it's still happening to me, and especially to a lot of a lot of stuff's been going on since I got back from New York. Um, which I expected, you know, I, I didn't care. I need, I needed to get it out there. Like, you know, they're not going to scare me. Um, just a lot of just um, voices. You know, they're going to kill me. Um, calling me names, attacking me in my dreams, holding me down in my bed. Um, just, just like a, a lot of like weapons on my head where I, it feels like my head is burning my brain is numb, um, shooting pains through my body, like electric shocks. They're giving me electric shocks and um, just a lot of um, stuff like that. And, and they, they turned it up. They turned it up, which is fine, you know. But, yeah, I, I still experience all that. So, and so you started this organization and it's 5,000 people in this organization now. And, and you guys are essentially, so what is your mission? How does that all play out as far as uh, getting this message out to people? Or is the organization more to help these members feel like they're not alone? 
It's both. Um, we like to network people to, to let them know that they're not alone. You know, we have a group leader in every state. So when somebody calls us, in which we do get a lot of calls, um, we will um, give them the phone number to their state leader. And then that way they can have like meetings and get get togethers. Um, we have rallies, we do protests, we do podcasts, we do um, a lot of a lot of things that we do as a board members is that we meet, you know, once a week and we come up with different ideas, different projects on where, how we're going to expose this. And we're trying everything. We're trying everything to expose this. It's about disclosure for us too. We want this disclosed. We want this torture to stop because, you know, these, these TIs are, they're killing themselves. They're taking their own lives and, you know, and nobody's there to help them. They're going through all this trauma, no touch torture. And, you know, they're taking their lives or being admitted or some of them go to jail because, you know, they, they um, end up, you know, hurting people, you know, thinking that they're involved somehow. Um, and our goal is, is just to try to expose it to get help for the people that are going through this because there's no, there's no help. There's no, like a hospital you can go to and say, hey, I'm being experimented by high sophisticated technology and somebody there to test to see if you really are being hit with this technology. And you can find out, but you have to have the right equipment and the equipment is very expensive. And another way too is when I went to go get scanned for the chips, the microchips, um, not only was he able to identify the chips and where they were, he was able to capture the frequencies that were, they were admitting. Okay. He was able to capture the frequencies, write them down, investigate it because they were unlicensed, unlicensed frequencies, which we all know that the government does not have to license their frequencies. You know, they were able to use their back channels, find out who owns the frequencies or the satellite time for these frequencies and tell me exactly who's doing this to me. And, um, and, and the, one of the ones that one of the people that are doing one of the entities that is doing this to me of course there's three military branches involved there's also one called qualcomm communications out of san diego and they are if you google them they are um they're merging ais with humans okay okay so well, that's a lot right yeah <laughs> so i know I, I, from watching the Edge of Wonder live, you had a stack of documents just so you actually have proof of all of this stuff. It's not, this isn't hearsay. This isn't, you know, you actually have documents. So I'm curious, uh, what kind of, how did you stumble across your doctor that was able to identify these, uh, these implants and tell you what they control? Because that doesn't seem like a normal doctor. No, she's an expert in nanotechnology. Okay. She actually worked in counterintelligence. Um, she's, a, she's a toxicologist and um, she's the one that, you know, you would go to if, if you had Morgellons disease, like all like mm. the weird, bizarre fringe yeah. stuff, you would go to her because she's that kind of a doctor. She's, she's you know, she's not afraid of the government. I mean, she watches what she does. That's why I'm not allowed to show my tests. Um, I signed a non-disclosure agreement 
So it wasn't because it's sensitive. Well, it is sensitive, but I signed a non-disclosure agreement where I can't show my evidence to protect the experts that are helping me. So um, I, she was been around in the community before I even was a TI. Um, she had been around for a long time and she, I know, and she was also the doctor. She helped out on the Aaron Brockovich case, mm, okay. you know, the toxicologist. Yeah. 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 And um, she just was around the community and I was actually really good friends with one of her other patients and um, I was really good friends. And then I had, I thought that I had got poisoned and um, I called my friend and I was like, you know what? I think I was poisoned. I really want to find out what they're giving to me. So that's when they had me, you know, I, I took some of my hair out, mailed it to her and she has a special lab. Not every doctor has this kind of a lab because she specializes in nanotechnology. And she was able to tell me exactly what I was poisoned with. And also she said that the gamma radiation that they're giving me is to, um, for my chips to boost them. So they were giving me gamma radiation and that's why it was hurting me. They weren't, when they're poisoning me, it wasn't necessarily trying to kill me. They were just giving me something to, um, I guess, boost up the, the semiconductors. So by getting this message out to people that this is happening, how, how can we help? What can, what can somebody listening, what, is there something that we can do to help your organization? Or is there something, you know, or obviously besides making people aware, because now, you know, light bulbs are going off in everyone's head, like, oh, shit, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not crazy, you know. Uh, but is there anything that somebody can do to help you uh, and the organization? Um, well, we're just re re really, really just trying to get the word out and um, to have somebody to, this is a big thing, is if someone comes at you, a family member, a friend or anything comes, you know, and talks to you about this, you know, believe them or, or take the time to do the research. I mean, don't do, do the research. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. Do the research on your own and, you know, and whatever resonates with you, but you still do the research. Just don't write them off as crazy. That that's a big deal. If, if we all had support when this is going, you know, it wouldn't be so hard for us. Um, so that's, you know, what I can say is just to do research on it. It's out there. The technology is out there. It is being used, um, um, with, without our consent, you know, nobody's giving consent for them to experiment this technology on us. So um, take the time to do some research on it and understand what's happening. And that the, I honestly believe the goal, their goal is, is to have everybody under this technology. And we're just the test subjects for it. Now, I remember you saying that homeless people are also uh, big test subjects for them. So essentially, when you hear a homeless person walking down the street jabbering or, you know, whatever, this, they could be under this technology. Yes, de definitely under the technology or have you ever seen where they act crazy, like, you know, where they'll like come at you, like, if you, you're like, what are you doing here? What are you, you know, acting like that or paranoid is because something's happening to them. I always, I always thought that like if, if I saw a guy sitting on a bench, like at a bus stop talking to himself, I just thought it was because he didn't want to go home to his wife and he was just killing time or something. Yeah. 
could be that too. Yeah. That could be it too. <laughs> He's just pissed off at his life. But, <laughs> I mean, it could make somebody homeless too. That's another thing. Oh, like, definitely. Sure some of those homeless people weren't homeless until that stuff started happening to them and then they lost everything and then became homeless, right? Oh, definitely. That's a, a lot happens in the community. A lot of people are homeless. And right now, um, our organization is trying, is buying some land and we're putting up some tiny homes for the homeless TIs. It's still, you know, it's, we're still um, in process of doing that right now, but that is one of our, our projects that we're working on too, because there's too many um, homeless TIs that have no one, you know, to run to or any kind of help. So that's yeah. a, another project that we're working on too for, you know, these you know, TIs that are going through this that have nowhere to live. Yeah, that's awesome. a great that's a great point you brought up, Aaron. Uh, driving somebody homeless. Uh, well, it could literally yeah. drive people literally insane, like literally crazy. Even though they didn't start out that way, you know, it's like you start hearing voices in your head. You start getting these attacks, and the psychological yeah. effects of all that. I mean, that could literally like. Yeah, you can't work. You literally can't hold down a job because not only are yeah. they able to put thoughts in your head, they're also able to put emotions. Yeah. In, yeah, give you like false emotions where the one that they would like to always put in me was either rage, rage or extreme anxiety where I, I don't like where you can even have a job or any kind of conversation, but it was like all these false emotions that they would also give the the target individual because they're basically messing around with your your brain with frequencies and um you know seeing what they can do with your mind and you know making your body parts move and they, they just do whatever they 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 want to because they can get away with it and and you don't even know who's doing it yeah yeah that technology is so hard to comprehend that they can literally move things around in your house they can control your limbs they can control you um if anybody listening uh if by chance you haven't heard of Corey good or edge of wonder they both talk about this voice of god technology and the stuff that they can do with this is absolutely insane it's a re I, I i'm only guessing it's a reverse engineered et technology that's what i think too yeah uh, and yeah, he, he said that he could. They, they could essentially make you get up and go open a door, mm -hmm. or go. They could, um, you know, make you. They will move stuff around in your house while you're gone. So you come home and you think, "What the heck? Like, what happened?" Just little things to make you just think you're starting to go crazy, and and essentially, you do go crazy. That's the goal, right? Or kill yourself. Um. But it's it's a real technology. Uh, there's actually a lot of places to research this and read about it. So anyone listening, uh, if you're interested, definitely check it out. Don't just dismiss this because it's a real it's a real issue. Yes. Um, so how did you like? I've known you since April, Desiree, and you seem to be very well balanced uh, you don't seem to be uh in distress or distraught about any of this i know you've 
been practicing healing and, and healing yourself, can maybe you can explain some of what you're doing to help heal yourself? Well, it was definitely like, as far as the TIs go, they have this um, this idea where somebody's going to save them, you know, and, you know, through my experience, I've done it all you know, as far as I've talked to very high ranking officers in the military, um, you know, that were not involved. I try to get them to help me. I, I found the fancy doctors, you know, that believe me, you know, can you help me? I've tried everything for somebody to save me through this. And what I've learned through my own experience is that nobody's going to save you but yourself. That the fight is within you. And as soon as you learn that and you start fighting, you know, within yourself, you know, then everything will change for you. And, I, and, you, and also for, for the TIs to know that they are hooked up to an AI program and that, um, you know, your thoughts, you know, I know they say, you know, your thoughts mimic, um, you know, what, what it, how, how do I want to say this? Okay, so you're hooked up to an AI program and you're constantly thinking of negative thoughts and you're constantly thinking of that, then all of the, then your voices are very negative, which it, it's, it sounds really crazy, but when you start doing like positive things and being and looking positive or, or thinking positive, the AI program changes. I know that sounds so weird, but it is, it's something that I have noticed too with myself is that, you know, when I'm in a really good mood or something, then my, the voices change. And it's a reaction to, um, you know, the AI program. I don't know if I explained that correctly. Yeah. It's really hard to explain. No. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. You're bringing up all kinds of questions for me now. So I'm thinking, okay, um, I've suffered. I, I've actually, some of the, a lot of the stuff you explained, I've experienced um, a bit and, and but I don't, I don't really believe that I'm a TI. I, I always, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm relating it to more entity attachments, mm -hmm. uh, more of a spiritual aspect of it. So do you think like it can be combined? Do you think maybe you have some negative entities that aren't AI uh, you know, that could be causing this as well? Or, or are you pretty confident that this is the technology? Oh no, this is definitely a spiritual war. This okay. is, this is, um, when I was in New York, Ben had talked to me about an AI God. Okay. And I, I didn't even know anything about this AI God. Mm -hmm. And so we were meditating and Ben had told me something that the, 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 per, the, the God, supposedly, whatever you want to call him, the AI God, is the one that is behind all this. And um, I, I, it's definitely a spiritual war. Um, and it's demonic driven, whatever you want to call it, because obviously the people that are doing this to me obviously have their attachments that, you know, why they want to hurt or it's power for them. They, they get power from it. Mm -hmm. Um I, I know as a child, I was very spiritual, you know, and I 
also to believe, um, not just believe, I, I saw um, the edge of wonder, the one where they were talking about the Pleiadians, about that the government was targeting certain people that had abilities to channel um, other, um, other beings. I don't know if you guys watched that one. Oh, yeah. 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 So that, that was another thing that I think, too, is that they will attack you with this voice of God weapon. And that way, when you do get messages from, you know, other beings that you will dismiss it because you think it's technology. But no, definitely um, you have to use your discernment on what's happening to you when you're hearing these voices. Because I, I do get a lot of um, spirits still come and talk to me. And it does kind of... Um, confuse me you know just like i don't know if it's if it's technology or if it's really a spirit but i do believe that it's definitely both because i get visited more by dark entities than i do light and those are the ones that attack me and hold me down on my bed what's really scary about it is that a dark entity can appear as an angel they can appear as as uh god or, or jesus or whoever some benevolent uh being or entity so you 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 might think you're actually having contact with uh an entity and it, and it could be this technology or it could be even just an, an an evil force but it's it's super scary because how do you discern well how do you discern what is what um i uh gosh it's just so, so I, there are, I think there are ways um, the feel you get from the entities because they can appear that way but I think if you really try to tune in on how they feel mm -hmm. something doesn't feel right here you know and, and you can tell I've also heard that um, uh, negative entities uh, and this is actually in that Jason Quip book that I that I let you borrow um, if you haven't gotten fantastic there yet fantastic book uh, forbidden <laughs> knowledge Jason Quip Easy read, fantastic book. Check it out. Agreed. Everyone go check it out. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, he talks about, he, he said there was a being that appeared to him. Or, or I think he said it was, it appeared as, as like a, as like a family member or like a, uh, a dead relative family member or something like that. And, but he got this, he just got this sense that it wasn't actually them for, he said, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, I just had a feeling something wasn't right. So he asked it, who are you really? And then it like appeared, it like changed into what it really was. There were actually two. So there was that. And then there was one where um, an entity appeared as this beautiful angel, angelic being. And he asked it, are you of the light? And then he said, it just said no. And then he told it to, to go away and it, and it left. So it's like, it seems to be, and I've heard that before from, from uh, I've heard that multiple times where if you, if you ask a being, they have to like, they have to reveal um, their true intentions or, or who they really are. Um, for whatever reason, it seems to be some kind of like universal law law or something. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. Hey. yeah. I don't they know do. how that would work if it's like, a, uh, them. if it's an AI or I don't know how that would work if it's a projection or a hologram or. or yeah. Is it synthetic? Actually, just to just to branch off what you were just saying about uh, 
the one that appeared like an angel and he asked if, if she was of the light. So what, what had happened is Jason quit. He's a very, very, uh, enhanced experienced soul. So he has the ability to basically pop out of body or astral project anytime he, he mastered it. So yeah. he, he woke up and heard literally heard a voice in his head that, was was telling him that he had cancer and had this type of cancer and he yeah. was going to die and he popped out of his body and saw this entity and she and he said the surprising thing was is that she was beautiful it looked like an angel yeah that's that's and, what i was thinking of yeah, yeah yeah and he he said he literally grabbed it out of, with his astral body grabbed her by the arm and then he asked her and she essentially just disappeared uh I know we're getting pretty deep here, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's going to be, it'd be hard for a lot of people to sink their teeth into this type of information, but this is what's happening. And, you know, Desiree is living proof of this along with 5,000 plus other people, 5,000 that you know of that, I mean, who knows? And, and the people who are going through it, they don't even know they're going through it. Yes. They submitted to submitted to it and are put on medication and i know that see if you were really schizophrenic or you had you know mental issues um and you start taking their you know drugs their medication it does work for them does help them it does it really does and people that are being targeted can take the medication and nothing will change because it's 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 really happening to them so that's that's just another point too also wanted to say this i didn't say this on edge of wonder um you know i for people that want to know how when they're hearing a voice how to um, determine if it's et or, or technology okay i did ask corey good his definition of it and he did explain it but i want to add to that and um I asked Corey Good, I said, how can you tell the difference between the voice of God weapon and ET contact? And he said that there's like tingles in the brain, that there's tingles in the brain and also feels like an ice pit going into the brain when this technology is being used, which is correct. That That is correct, 100% correct, that when he, how he explained it. And there's another way too you can find find out is that when you're hearing voices, does the voices get louder when a fan is running or when the water's running? Because you remember these voices, they bounce off the sound. So if you ever have a question on where these voices are coming from, turn on a fan, turn on the water, and it'll get louder. If it gets louder, it's technology. So that's just some, that was like something that I wanted to say, but I forgot to say it because people need to know that, you know, how they can tell the difference between technology yeah. and key contact. Yeah. People are going to be jumping out of bed, turning their fans on. Yes, turn the <laughs> fan on or just noise, anything running. The voices bounces off sound. And if it gets louder and clearer, technology. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, did you ask Corey that in Hawaii? Mm -hmm, Is, I asked him. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, man. So, I don't even know what to say next. <laughs> this is such a crazy topic to me. I just can't believe, I, I just can't believe it. You got me thinking about myself now. 
Do you yeah. do you know if it was like CIA or what what organization specifically was messing with? Was it CIA? Air Force. Air, oh, Air Force. Okay. Air Force and Homeland Security. Oh. And Saudi Arabia military. Really. Those are my three entities. Mm-hmm. Really. And what branch of the military is responsible for the UFO cover up? Air Force. UFO. I mean, Air Force. Air Force. I said UFO. <laughs> Air Force. Yeah. Air Force. So yeah, what's going well, on? Air with Force. That? If you do your research, Air Force. The Air Force seems to um, be very controlled by the negative reptilians and the negative ETs, and the Navy seems to be a lot more alliance controlled. Going going back, um, even to like the early early twentieth century, I believe. Um, and that's why the alliance is working through through the Navy mostly it appears and uh and the air force is very much deep state uh run and like yeah <laughs> well, a lot of negative agendas going through the air force unfortunately and this does not mean if you're in the air force you know about any of this obviously it's all very compartmentalized and the people only at the very top really know really know the full picture of what's going on and and then there's compartments you know Everything's need to know. Everything's compartmentalized. So, and apparently, the people at the very top of the Air Force still don't even know what's going on because they're not being given the full scope. Like, oh like yeah, the se- the separate space programs, the secret space programs, the Navy and the Air Force. Like the the, mm. the Air Force thinks you know this is this and this is our technology. This is as far as we can go. And then you have the Navy who has just totally. Uh, gone out into the universe literally yeah. And, yeah. and established colonies and other planets um so the navy's actually way way ahead of yeah yeah the air force as far as all that but the air force doesn't even know because <laughs> they're both completely separate and compartmentalized so um, and it's and it's not just them you know the army uh the even the fbi the cia uh, allegedly yeah. they all have branches in the secret space program even nasa has yeah. an aspect of the secret space program NASA. so and, and nasa is its own cover-up essentially you know oh, the, yeah. the nasa that the public knows of is a giant cover for the yeah when you do your research you you really find it nasa was literally created to to maintain the cover-up of secret space programs and, and what's really going on out in space so they create a false space program to be like oh look this is this is us trying to just explore space <laughs> and mm-hmm. obviously we know that's you know when you do your research, it's very much no. They've they were already exploring space, and they needed they cover, and they needed, you know, this false yeah. front to be like, hey, this this is a real organization that this is you know, our space exploration and stuff. And it's what's extremely sad to me is that the people within NASA that apply, somebody goes to college, they want to work for NASA, they get a job, and they. They, they truly wholeheartedly believe that the rover was the first time we've ever been to Mars or, oh, yeah. or whatever project they're working on is like top of the line. They're on the front lines of this technology. They're the first ones and they're fully, they're, they're fully invested. Their heart is invested. This is their lives. And it's a huge, they're being duped. It's a huge fraud. Yeah. yeah. And that's, think about well, the- that. It's so sad. 
it's yeah and that's pretty much how our entire world runs when you you start finding literally every every organization with nasa government you know all governments are basically fronts because the you know we you find out the deep state the cabal whatever you want to call them they're like the shadow government that's really behind running everything and controlling all the governments and the governments are all are all just these like puppets that are like the front people that you know they don't really have any real power when, when it comes down to it and then and that's why everything everything that's been happening has been happening in secret and compartmentalized and hidden away because the more people that find out what's going on the more people are obviously going to be outraged and and want to stop it and not consent and everything else and and we have strength in numbers obviously and if if enough of us don't consent and come out against this stuff and say no this this is not okay this can't keep happening they're not going to be able to get away with it you know and that's that's what we're seeing happen now with the q movement with yeah. and what you're obviously what you're doing with the targeted individuals stuff you're getting the word out um so people can wake up and realize what's going on and stop and be like all right now that we know what's going on we're gonna not consent to this and tell people about it and wake people up so, so how many people do you think in the military are ti's like do you think that's how they can can make a soldier like want to kill essentially like i, I think that's happening it, like while they're on the battlefield, do you think they could, they could be they're making super soldiers? Yes, exactly, super soldiers, yeah. and they don't even know it's not their thought. They just want to kill this guy for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. I, I we've had some people come to us and say that you know they were being experimented on, you know, as the super soldiers, but they're very um, the ones that I've ran into they're kind of violent and mm. they're they're kind of like i don't know if they're you know programmed that way um i've only you know it's only a couple but I, yeah they're making super soldiers not just um it's like they're psychic soldiers you know basically with the things that they were doing with you know intensifying my abilities i definitely i mean it wasn't for nothing there was a reason why they were doing that and it was more like also too they were giving me sonar vision and um uh, which was i'm not gonna lie it was really cool <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it, it was really cool i i personally thought that it was me and it was a gift to me to fight back but then of course you know i realized it was them doing that to me but i didn't know it back then yeah but, how would you how would you know I wouldn't, you know, I just thought it was like, you know, God giving me a gift to fight back. You know, that's what I thought. And, mm -hmm. um, but no, it's actually a really cool, it was that part of it was really cool because I can do things that no one else could do. And um, I played around with it a lot. Just different people walking into their bodies, um, you know, seeing things with, you know, looking at them and then, you know, literally closing my eyes and all of this stuff would happen in my mind about that person. And I was just like, well, this is really cool. And also too, being able to see through walls, I was able to see through walls. And I was like, I can't do that now. Just so you know, they, when they left, you know, when they left, they took that part of it with them. Hmm. As far as that, um, those abilities, those are gone. But 
it, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty cool. Um, but not not enough to be traumatized over it, you know, because yeah. I, I honestly do believe. And I did. I I heard it too. I think it was Tony Rodriguez was talking about it. I just saw his thing yesterday. His I've um, seen him. Yeah. yeah, he talks about that you have to be traumatized um, for uh, these um, these abilities to come out the way that they come out. He was talking about that, so I kind of started understanding it more when I watch, you know, Corey Good, Tony, you know, when I watched that whole cosmic disclosure i start to learn more about the technology and understand it better but they're saying is that you they traumatize you to get these abilities to come out because they do come out when you're traumatized i don't so, understand it so how jaw-dropping was that for you when you first discovered cosmic disclosure and heard him talk about this stuff and you're like oh my god somebody's finally coming forward with this information like that had to have been like a great moment for you oh I mean, Definitely. We see, and how how I stumbled across that was I was having a lot of dreams, a lot of dreams with where I was like making um, androids, like uh, clones. I was making clones. I was making clones with other doctors, and we were making these clones because we were going to leave that reality. And so I was doing that and then we would jump into these clones and then we would take off. And then I was having dreams of these other people that were talking to me saying, you know, they're from another density. And then I would wait, I woke up and I said, what the frick is density? You know, what, what the heck yeah. is that? Yeah. you know, yeah. and um, of course, the, you know, being in space, spaceships being pulled out of my body by different beings. And so I started googling this stuff i found Corey good when he was talking about the my lab programs yeah. and that's what when i started watching him i did i think i cried the first one i, I watched it was very emotional for me because um it's like a lot of stuff that he has experienced in his life i i also experienced too so it was i don't know it was i was i think i was meant to find him and understand what was what was what my mission is you know yes. and understand why i came to this world and i i know you know you go to the whole spiritual part of it is that we all have our missions you know we all come here with the mission and agree to do something and i do believe that i agreed to come here let this happen to me so i can help other people that are going through it yeah, and I think you're not the only one that experienced that when watching Corey because we, we're all going through our individual stuff. And there's a reason. There's a reason that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like were, you remember you get activated. Mm -hmm. That's exactly like what activation. it was. Mm -hmm. It was an activation for me. I walked around in zombie mode. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you're like oh, my God, I'm a wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a story for another time. But. Yes, it, it was totally profound. And there's a reason that we're doing this right now. And that we're, we're still all this community uh, is happening, which which brings me to my next point. You should really consider speaking at some of these conferences. There's so many now they're just there's like, they're like every month, twice a month. Uh, I don't know if you're comfortable with doing that. You're definitely a great speaker. Uh, I Thank think you. that I, I think that would I think that would 
be impactful because not everybody listens to YouTube, you know, podcast or watches YouTube videos. Uh, and sometimes when you see somebody in person and, and you, you listen to them talk mm-hmm. in person, you the energy's there and uh, it, it's, it's impactful. So I don't know if you, you should consider that. Definitely. If they were to ask me, I mean, not a big one, because I'm super nervous. I was so nervous at the edge of one. I mean, you guys have no idea. Like, <laughs> I was so nervous. I left my gum in my mouth. And oh my God, somebody <laughs> was talking so much shit. I left the gum in my mouth. And I was like, I, I, I knew I did it. I was supposed to spit it out before I got on, but I was so nervous. I forgot it was in there. I was like, okay, I won't chew it. I just won't chew it. And I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's kind of like I forgot to. I left my dogs in the room when we started this podcast. I yeah, had to I let them you out. get up and let them out. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have been barking and fighting and all that stuff. Uh, and then the next thing I see it happening. You got uh, somehow this. This needs to be made into a documentary. I think that would be the most yeah. effective way if you can get. You know, you've already got contact with Leanne Isaac Kennedy. This community, this whole world is changing. I don't see it at all as being out of reach. I think it can totally happen. And I think you should strive towards that. And we can all help. Everybody in this community would help in any way we can. Most definitely. I know that it's hopefully it it will go that way. I kind of feeling there's a lot of different people in this movement that are contacting me. And so I'm hoping that I can get, you know, you know, something more, or it needs to get out more. It, it, it needs to be talked out, talked about more than what it is, because mm-hmm. this is, you know, it's all part of it. Yeah. It's just part of this, this movement too, because all the technology that they're talking about in space is brought here and is being experimented on us. So, you know, so I honestly believe it all ties in together. And that was why yep. I was drawn to Corey. And, um, you know, it's like, it was kind of like I was being guided to him. I was being like guided to him to follow this movement. And, um, you know, and to, cause I, I kind of like already been told that, that I would, I would have, was going to do the, was going to be on the edge of wonder. Like I was already told that by, you know, if you, whatever you angels, what, I don't know sure. what you call them. But they're the ones that had told me and guiding me. And um, so I already knew, like, this is this is my mission. And that, you know, we all came here to, you know, experience some kind of trauma and, um, you know, and help people, you know, service to others. That's that's why we're here. We're, we're all important. You know, there's nobody more important than the other. You know, just some of us have taken, you know, harder missions than others. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's the hardest part is understanding that we're not, that we, that, uh, God, that was the hardest thing for me, I should say, is that somebody's not more important than the other because that's how we were programmed, you know? Yes. Uh, and it's really, you know, I feel, I feel like a new person now after going through all this because you view things with a new filter mm-hmm. and I see people in a different light than I used to. And it actually really helps you to communicate in communicating, speaking with people, when you look at them on your level, you can just take that shield down that they're projecting because they are, some people are, you know, your boss is going to be the boss. He, 
but you can you can just penetrate that shield and talk get somebody down to your level you're going to be so much you're going to be successful it's going to help you in life that's why learning going on your spiritual journey is such and it's crucial and uh that's why we're trying to wake people up and i you know and the people who are are sleeping you know they don't yes. want it's almost like i don't need to be woken up i'm woke you know shit it's it's really hard to portray and tell explain but um i don't know planting seeds aaron started doing facebook lives you need to keep doing them, <laughs> seriously uh he's a he's great he has a lot to say and uh oh, thank you yeah and stuff like that that like just you, you, I, I've tuned in, man. You had a lot of good stuff to say, but doing doing what you're doing is putting seeds out there. It's plant, you know, people are listening. So yeah, that's a really good point. Um, planting seeds is so huge. Just getting information out there and people just hearing it, even if even if people even if it sounds crazy or they don't agree with it or they whatever their reaction is, it it goes into their subconscious mind, and this is what Corey was talking about, like. He's like, when, when, when like above majestic was coming out, he's like, I don't even care if, if it doesn't get good reception or if, you know, it's just the fact that this stuff needs to get out there into the collective conscious and plant those seeds in people. And then it's going to naturally, people are going to naturally start waking up and uh, it's going to naturally start raising the consciousness of people. And the more they hear about this stuff, um, because that's just, that's just how it works. So yeah, it's like, it's just got to get out there in any way possible. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You guys and are doing amazing um, on, on this too. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you so it's much. A, we have a lot of fun doing this. It's a fun, it's <laughs> a passion. It's easy. You know, when, yeah. when you love what you're doing, it's so easy. It's effortless. Uh, it's, it takes effort, but it just, it works out. It all works out. Uh, we have amazing guests on that. Yeah. <laughs> tell their story. And yeah. And I know, I know you'd mentioned that you uh, were wanting to, to send some other TIs our way and let them tell their story. We've already been in contact with one of them. We've actually already scheduled something with her. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's the one, that's the one I'm going to promote. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to promote her like crazy. <laughs> just from, just from the little, just from the little I've talked to her, it's, it seems like this is like currently happening to her. Like and it, it pretty, it's pretty intense for her right now. Uh, she was like anxious to get on here and tell her story. So we'll definitely be looking out for that one. Uh, yeah, definitely look out for that one. And I, and I, and I told you that I will, her story needs to get out. Like my story, like everybody in the community already knows who I am. They're, they yeah. already know who I am. It's she, a magic wonder, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows Desiree. They know, they know me. Yeah. I'm, you know, really big in the community. Um, but as far as her, she saw the video uh, on um, Edge of Wonder and that's how she contacted me. So she hasn't been telling her story to anybody. Wow. Oh, wow, that's so cool that it's that's exactly why we're that's why you need, you know that's why we're doing this. Yeah, somebody's really. sitting out there on their couch, they see that on Edge of Wonder, and bam, their whole life changed. Uh, 
Yeah, I do. I do believe that, um, you know, we, we, you know, struck up a friendship. I, she's going to be at the DOD. Um, nice. Yeah, so she's awesome. going to be there. And um, Aaron's going to be there as well. You yeah, guys all connect and get to know oh, each other. Definitely, we're we're actually oh, really? gonna have a party at we got an Airbnb. Nice. Oh, Afterwards, yeah, uh, Siobhan is gonna be me. Siobhan, Jeremy, love, love Siobhan. We had her yeah. on two weeks ago. And, yeah, She's so awesome. we're having a, a party. I don't know what day it is, but it's gonna be after one of the you know uh, it's probably maybe on Saturday or something. So we're gonna have like a little get together afterwards. So nice. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty fun. A kava party, like in Hawaii. Party. <laughs> yeah. That was but, cool. Man, those were those are that was one of the greatest times ever. Honestly, that was uh, pretty pretty magical out there. Oh yes, I'll never forget Hawaii. That was a great experience. Even though I just found I just found Corey Good back in maybe December of last year. Oh really? And then oh. boom, I'm already there in uh, Hawaii. <laughs> You're already going. It was Amber, it was Amber. Um, I, I joined this oneness group, which is, you know, people, you know, the law of one, it's just a group. Mm -hmm. I got on there and I started talking to different people and that's how I met Amber. And um, me and Amber started talking along with the other group and Amber just out of nowhere, I hardly knew her. Um, hey, you want to go to Hawaii? I'm like, oh. Let's go. And yes. that's how that's how it happened, you know. And um and then, you know, became, you know, good friends with Amber and you know, we went together, me, Siobhan and Amber. And then I've met so many different people, like so many amazing people from, you know, in this movement. Like it's just been such an amazing adventure for me to get to, you know, be around, you know, um high vibrational, you know, people. Um I I, I just love the way that my life is going right now as far as everyone that I get to spend time with and talk to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Amber actually moved to Hawaii now. I know she did. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to her earlier today. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But she, uh, so she fell in love with it so much. Yeah, she moved there. But well, we, we yeah. might be moving there in the future. I don't one know. day, yeah, one day. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, it's. Let's we'll see how that very, goes. It's very, very pretty over there. You yeah. went to Kona too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Maui. That's the only place I've been to. It's beautiful. I mean, all any island is beautiful. So, um, yeah, I think I think you're on the like you said. It just like you love where your life is going right now that's what these that's what these conferences do you know you they connect you with people and then it just never stops after that because one person leads you to the next and uh the journey begins you know it's, your journey begins yes and it all started with going to hawaii and getting you know my message out there on what you know i was involved in and um and then ben and rob they knew about this technology but they had no idea that it was happening to so many people yeah they had no idea and i'm like yeah i'm here to tell you that it's happening and not everybody has the evidence that i have you know because the, the tests are not cheap 
Um, and plus I had to fly different places to get some of the tests. It wasn't like, you know, it was like a local place. I had to fly to different states to get some of these tests done, um, which a lot of people, you know, can afford it. But I can pretty much tell, like, I, you know, if um, somebody is, you know, experiencing the technology just by talking to them and some of the things that I explained to you guys, too, about how you could tell the difference. And um, I don't know where I was going with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you were going with it either, but I do know. <laughs> I was like, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, it happens. I do know that whenever I met you in Hawaii, uh, we were at that Kava place. Well, that's not, I don't remember exactly where I met you, but you, when you first started telling me about what you do with this organization, immediately I thought, we've got to have you on the podcast. Like, and we weren't even barely a podcast at that point. Uh, I, knew, I, knew, I knew what you had to say. Like a, something just went off. I'm like, this has got to get out there. I knew it. And I don't know if you remember me saying that to you at that table or not, but uh, I'm so glad it manifested here and here we are. Uh, and yeah, it happened. I do remember you saying that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. yeah, I've, I've done, I've done one other podcast before this. Um, and that one was, um, it had more, it was right after my boyfriend passed away and um, so I was, and then, oh, I, I didn't even tell you that, guys, this, though. Um, after, my targeting stopped for three years. Three really? years it stopped. Mm -hmm. Wow. I stopped for three years. And, right, it was after I went out of the hospital, when the, the behavioral hospital, I got out. My targeting completely stopped for three years. And then it started up again after my boyfriend passed away. Really? Why do you think they stopped it? For three years um because i think that the original plan for my targeting was just so my ex can get custody of my daughter it was more of a revenge hate takedown program and since he already got what he wanted out of it then my targeting stopped i was no longer you know a target anymore for three years but then i witnessed what my boyfriend went through when um what he was doing was um, he kept saying that there is these invisible people. I knew he was a TI because I met him in the TI community. Oh, really? And he said that um, he was, um, he had went to prison for, um, I guess, assault and battery or something. He beat up his, you know, girlfriend's um, guy at her house, which I'm not, you know, no excuses for what he did, but he went to prison for it for three years because he was on probation when that happened. Well, he believes that when he was in prison, they were experimenting on him. He said that, you know, he was a normal guy. He goes in there, comes out, he's, he's hearing voices. Um, so, which is another thing too, is they do experiment on the prisoners. Um, and so he, you know, I was with him for like two years. We lived together. We actually lived here together in my apartment that I live in now. And um, he was uh, experiencing, v, you know, V2K voice to school, which also, there's a, a bunch of different names for the voice god weapon. Each military branch has its own name for it. That's why you hear different, you know, terminology for it. So, but the TI community, they, they rarely call it the voice of god weapon. They call it the V2K, the voice to school. That's our term. That's what we use. Okay. Oh, okay. 
so he had V2K where he constantly was in talking back and forth, you know, it was, you know, two males and a female and the female was his ex-girlfriend's voice. So what happened with him is that he, and I, I went through it too, where you lose all touch of reality, where you're, you're basically your mind is cracked. I went through it too, but however, you know, I didn't kill myself. Um, so when he was going through it, he um, was, he started, have you ever seen that movie, A Beautiful Mind? I'm not sure. I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, there, it's where he's like trying to decipher codes. Like he thinks that the military is sending him codes and he's constantly trying to figure out these codes, but it's, you know, it's not really happening to him in, in the movie. Well, in the movie, he was writing on the walls and, um, you know, and had all these things on the walls. So I remember I was kind of, I, I had to go to work, even though he was going through this, I still had to work because I still had to pay the bills. And he was working too until he took a turn for the worst. And I would come home and he had all of these stuff on the walls with all these writings and, you know, and I know what he was going through, but I, I, I couldn't even assist him because he no longer trusted me. So I was, I was going in the room and he was like, um, you know, saying I'm being gaslighted. They're, they're trying to kill me. I'm going to die. And he started saying all this stuff. I was really concerned. However, I was not going to call the police on him because um, I knew he had a weapon and I didn't want anyone to get hurt. So I was like, okay, I'll just like not, um, you know, say anything. I'll just try to help him as much as I could. And then that's when I started to see the walls moving. That's when there was like, it was breathing. It was going in and out. It was breathing. And um, the furniture was moving, but it wasn't moving. It was just going up and down like that. And then I'm looking at this happening and I'm, I'm mad. I'm not being targeted at the moment. I'm mad and I'm saying, I know what you guys are doing to him. You know, you guys are hitting him with so much technology that it's interrupting, you know, it's um, interrupting like time and space, you know, the way that, that the, everything was looking, it just looked like it was in water. And um, he kept saying that the invisible people were in the house. And I understood what he was going through because I went through it too. How, and then he, um, he couldn't take it. And he ended up, you know, he shot himself in the head. Mm. So it's, um, it's just something that happens in the community. Some people, you know, can't take the torture. I mean, and they, you know, they take their lives. And it's a horrible thing, especially like I went through it and I got to see somebody go through it. So um, it's, you know, it has, to, it has to stop. We, you know, this has to be disclosed. God, that's so yeah. crazy. I have no, I had no idea. So they can bombard it with that much technology to make physically fuck with the dimension essentially this dimension uh man it's yeah just, yeah that's wild that's really wild imagine yeah imagine if they just like totally just full throttle with this shit you know what what, what are they actually capable of yeah well without being discreet you there's know? there's a yeah uh the more research you do, the more you find out what's actually out there and, and the, and the dark agendas and everything else. And 
and when I first had my awakening, I was I, I kind of went down the fear road for a while of like, oh, the Illuminati is going to kill us all and put us all in camps and you know, um, put AI or technology into all of us and and we're all going to become. And because I was seeing all this stuff that was like, oh, here's all the here's all the agendas, here's all what's going on, and there's no and and there's nothing you can do about it. it was kind of like what some people were putting out this information and like and then even like i was watching like alex jones back then and mm-hmm. and he's a bit he's kind of a big one on like oh here's all the crazy shit that's going on but he doesn't give you like the hope he doesn't he doesn't show you like here's why you shouldn't fear it because there there's there's positive ets and there's positive uh you know the alliance and whatnot helping and um because really if they wanted to the agenda that they've been working towards if they were able to do it a long time ago they would have done it a long long time ago right um they've been trying to start world war three for uh, since world war two ended basically <laughs> uh their end goal in a nutshell is for all of us to be hooked up to to this technology so they can control us they can they can do what they've been doing to you what they did to you and like you know, any behavior that doesn't, they don't like, they can just hit a button to torture us or to. It's called, it's called 5G. It, yeah. Called 5G. Well, yeah, exactly. That's 5G is, it was, is them trying to roll it out, but I, I don't believe it will be successful because it, you know, again, they, they would have been able to do all this stuff a long time ago if they would have been able to, but there's obviously been something stopping them and it does appear we've been having help um, in the form of our, our of our et friends and benevolent ets and and then also good people in the in the military that we've been calling the alliance and whatnot so um with disclosure you know on the horizon and and all the stuff that's happening i do believe this is going to be part of you know the stuff that's going to come out very soon um and i just don't you know, with the cabal being taken down, this is this is a part of that, right? Because this is all ultimately controlled by them. Mm-hmm. Um, anything dark and nefarious like that is ultimately controlled by the cabal. And so, once the cabal gets taken out of power, they're not, you know, there goes all those programs and all that stuff. And I, yeah. I have hope that, it, and very soon it, it it will be, there will be an end to it. But at the same time, how soon depends on how many of us wake wake up and uh push for that so well let's talk about that you said it hope like let's let's you know let's start wrapping this up but let's end this on a positive note like what can we do uh like desiree do you what, what message do you have for everybody all the other ti's out there like like what what kind of hope can can you leave us with the the fight is starts within yourself yeah. you're the only person that can save yourself Exactly. Nobody else is going to save you. Exactly. And you have to come to that realization. And you have to realize that your thoughts are not always your own. And that's Mm -hmm. part, that's part, even if you're not essentially being essentially a TI, your thoughts, your thoughts can be manipulated uh, by, by spirits, by entities. Uh, You really have to just be aware, start, start stepping out of your body and looking at yourself from you know okay is this me thinking this or or why am i doing this or just evaluate observe yourself and 
like you said, is simply put, it starts with your starts within within yourself and to keep yourself at a high vibration because uh, I do believe that some the TIs are being distracted and what they came here to do and they're keep being kept at a lower vibration and it is affecting the consciousness that's I I do I do believe that that's what's happening too yeah Yeah. just being aware of what's happening is huge in and of itself right because if you don't know about these programs and these technologies, you can, like what you said, you thought when it was first happening, you were going crazy or, or whatever. So a lot of people probably just think they're going, they just think they're going crazy or it's demons yeah. or it's whatever, you know? You come up with all kinds of theories. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they just don't know any, it's not, it's not even in their realm of consciousness that this, that there's these secret programs going on. So, you know, especially if they're religious, they probably just think it's demonic. Um, yeah well being aware that's, I would, that's totally what i would have thought back i used to be super religious i grew up very christian and uh if something if that kind of stuff would have been happening to me back then i guarantee you i would have thought i was just under demonic attack and i would have tried to pray and <laughs> and you know <laughs> that, that does happen everything but take you know go within basically because yeah you want your god save me external things save me you're taught to look for a savior yeah exactly exactly. but yeah you're constantly looking for a savior and you think that oh or or you blame god a lot of times you blame god God and say why are you allowing this to happen to me or would have killed or i would have killed myself just to escape from it like yes the secret is it was not a secret but what it is, is that you have to save yourself. You have the yeah. power within yourself. You don't have to live this way. You don't. No. Absolutely. And yeah, being aware, like you said, be just being generally aware of what's happening, not with just this, but, but in, in, in the world. But you getting this information out there is getting it out there so people know. So if mm-hmm. it starts happening to them, they're like, oh, I, I remember hearing about this. Like, I know what this is. So then they can actually deal with it rather than not knowing right then do all the mistakes i did yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah i did a lot of mistakes you know so that's that's one of the things too is that you know if i would have known what i know now i would have made those mistakes that i did because i did a lot of things that you know of course i did you know i i um put holes in my walls i yeah. i because i thought the voices were in the wall so i put I took a claw hammer and I have, I went like this to the walls and I did it to the ground too. All the ground, I'd left up all the rug and the tile. It was all because I heard things and I was trying to figure it out. But if I would have known it was technology, I would have never done something stupid like that. But I was just a common girl. I didn't um, research anything. So of course, you know, you trust what you hear and what you see. Yeah. Yeah. God. Well, good for you for for uh, doing your research and and pull and sticking through it long enough to to figure out what was really going on. I had something. To, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I had something to say, and then we. I I got so entranced by your story you were just telling. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> it's the technology they're targeting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, now, Aaron, we need to watch out just for having her on that word. <laughs> not word targets. I think you guys are good. Oh, uh, now we're going to be targeted. 
Yeah, no, it takes a long time to put it. I think they watch you for a whole year before you notice that they're around. They start, they, they watch you for a whole year to know who you talk to. And not only are you targeted, they target all of your friends and family, but not the way they're targeting you, just keeping tabs on them and who you're going to run to, who you're going to ask for help. And so they keep tabs on them too, but um, they watch you for like a whole year until they start letting you know, seeing them around. So they're really sneaky. And plus uh, somebody that somebody so that is, doesn't know, of course, it would be easy to like stalk somebody and hack into their phones and all that and not even know about it. But they let you know about it eventually. They want you to know about it because it's part of the program of cracking the mind. It's mind control, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The biggest weapon, it doesn't even, it's not even targeted. It's just happening generally, you yes. know. Yeah, as you say, it's there's the general mind control of the media and the education and all that, and then there's that's a way more intense directed form of mind control. Yeah, that's also going on to some people. So well, there's layers. Yeah. Just a reminder, what I said at the beginning: the American public has no idea what they don't know. That's what yeah. makes them the American public. So no, Noam Chomsky also said. Uh, the uh, most people don't know what's going on and they don't even know that they don't know <laughs> same concept yeah. same concept they don't know what you like you don't know what you don't know that's why research is so crucial because you're never going to know that you don't know unless you <laughs> figure and out what you don't we're not, know. not putting ourselves on pedestals here because all three of us don't have any clue what we don't know either so. exactly. no yeah exactly but, yeah. but the only reason we've even come this far is because we we're open to, hey, maybe there's shit out there that's happening, but yeah. I don't know yeah. what's happening. Maybe I should uh, do research. Maybe I should yeah. listen to people that, and not write people off just because it's something outside of my current paradigm, which is what exactly. most people unfortunately do. So, yeah, it's, it's huge. All right. Well, I think, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up, call it a night. Uh, Thank you so much, Desiree. Oh, that's one one last thing I wanted to uh, ask you is where, how can people get a hold of you or contact you if if they are a TI or if they if they just want to uh, reach out to you? Well, um, is our website? They can reach out to our website if they're looking for help. But if they want, you can post that um, in in the link or the website. I'll give it. What, to what you. is it? Can you say it? Um, it's PAX International. You'd have to Google it. I think it's like, it's like P A C T S I N T, and then it's. Hey, it's we'll like, we'll link it. We'll link it. No, we'll no, no. It. It's abbreviated. It's not the whole word though. That's uh, what I'm saying. Okay. It's not the uh, whole word. It stops somewhere in those letters, and it's .org. Okay. So, don't know it by heart. Um, but yeah, you could just Google um, PAX International, and um, it'll pop right up. Okay. So, and then, and then now you're essentially behind that. So you'll get that email. Well, my director will get the email and if it's addressed to me, he will forward it to me. But if this is just a victim asking for assistance, then he will network them to whatever state that they're in. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with that. Um, Thanks for coming on Desiree. Make sure. Thank you. 
Make sure you guys like, subscribe, check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. We have a Facebook page. Um, and, you know, I hope you enjoy. Good night. Bye, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye.